Welcome to today's episode of Between Means and Deans. My name is Nina, and I'm joined by my best friend, partner, and baby daddy, Dayon. And together, we're a couple of 20-something-year-olds just trying to navigate this whole first-time parenting thing. So we're laying it all out there and talking about all the things you wish your parents told you about love, sex, and happiness. So I don't know about you, but I literally never trust anybody that says all of my exes are crazy. Why is that? Like, I feel like you definitely have to have made them crazy. Like, to be fair, yes, there are crazy people, but Mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like you have a role in it because a relationship takes two and like, it's not possible that all of your exes are crazy. If you're saying that, then like, what is the common denominator? It's you. Yeah, or it's either you just don't really know how to pick them either. Yeah, but. but it's also like people always say that, especially about girls. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, like, all my exes are crazy. Like, I've literally dated people that are like, all my exes are crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like whenever, and this isn't every case, but I feel like whenever females express themselves or they're like, hey, like, I don't like that you're doing this or like, you're making me feel like I'm like jealous and there's like no reason for it, then it's all of a sudden I'm crazy and it Mm -hmm. just like throws everything that I feel, everything that I'm saying like out the window. I think the other main takeaway too is I feel like a lot of people are pushed to that point of becoming crazy and it's usually when you like either you make an empty promise where you're like okay I promise I'm gonna do this or I promise I'm gonna do that and then all of a sudden the usually it's the woman will flip out right and then just go off on the guy and he's like the hell is like what's wrong with her she's crazy yeah and the thing is like if you go if you go and like try to tell your bros like dude i was just like doing this and then like i was just watching tv and then she flipped out on me you know she's crazy yeah i think that's the thing too is that it's it's always i mean any story any relationship if somebody is telling you about their relationship then it's one-sided obviously because it's that person's perspective so it's like all of that that you just mentioned like all of that background like are you saying what you're actually doing Mm -hmm. or is it just like oh yeah all of a sudden they just flipped out on me there's always layers to it for sure yeah well because like i know that you always refer to this one girl as like this crazy girl that you dated and we still say that now even though like i'm (laughs) saying right now that like you shouldn't do that because you definitely played a role in it too but yeah she was she was a little bit next level (laughs) but that's the thing right because there is like there's levels to it but then there's also like layers to it right so Mm -hmm. it's either like are you genuinely like constantly making this person crazy or is there other things that is i guess like innately i wouldn't say that people are just crazy coming into relationship they aren't just like oh that's going to be a crazy person i think there's certain triggers and there's certain things that make it happen and i think for my specific case i knew that a lot of it was like kind of um like a projection from like her upbringing and like family and stuff like that right so and i kind of knew that like that's why she felt those like abandonment issues and things like that so like mean i don't know it's it's different it's like yeah you you are contributing to it because like let's say you are aware of those things but like you're not in a position to like fully you know to like fully give in and give them what they want so then it turns them to go crazy right but then you're still in their life knowing that you're not that person that can provide that and then that adds to, like, that type of, I would say, behavior to come out. You know <laughs> what I mean? Exuberant behavior. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, yeah, everyone plays a part in, like, that craziness. But in the same time, like, if you think about all the situations that happen with whom we refer to as the crazy ex, like, yeah, there's there's just a lot of, there's just a lot of situations that yeah. were crazy. Yeah. I mean, so. everyone has their baggage. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... 
there are times where I would fully 100% consider myself a crazy person. We've had our moments. We've had our moments, yeah. And I mean, if you've listened to the podcast for a while now, then I think you get a sense of like who I was before I met Dayon and like, I guess my dating style or how I come on like really strong. And I think to a lot of people that seems really crazy. And I like, even in the way that we met, how I said I loved you on literally the second day that we hung out, like our second Mm -hmm. date, like that's crazy behavior. Like, I I, I get that. Like I, I get that I could be perceived in that way, but I guess like what I'm trying to break up right now is like certain behaviors that seem very fast or like, you know, maybe out of place in a relationship or in a dating situation versus like being like, oh yeah, all these females that I date are crazy. I think those are like kind of two different things because it's Mm -hmm. not to say that like I haven't done crazy things because I definitely have. Yeah. And no, I definitely play a huge part in making a lot of my exes somewhat crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. So (laughs) I do, I do agree with you when you say like, oh wow. Sorry, what were you saying? (laughs) I mean, we've had... You're this, saying, I understand. And yes, okay. because we've had this conversation when we get in fights. So yeah. I shouldn't even say it's a conversation, but we've like thought about this before, where sometimes when I'm so upset with you, and it, it, it's, it's what you were describing earlier, where it's that layer on top of layer of just like, I'm not going crazy because you didn't vacuum. It's because I've asked you a million times. You said you were going to do it. like, And it's just like, am I talking to a wall? And then like that, just like on top of each other. And then I'm like, I get it now. Like I get why when you're telling me stories about your ex and then them freaking out. And I'm like, bro, like who would do that? You know, like who freaks out over a Mm -hmm. vacuum? Who freaks out over not vacuuming? And then it happens to me and I'm like, oh my God, like I get it. Like (laughs) I get it. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah. So I do agree with your opening statement about it is hard to trust someone that says that like all of their exes are crazy because yeah. I mean the chances of you just finding crazy people versus you actually being the issue and not seeing it yeah. makes the most sense. And I think that's the other thing too. If you don't see that you're the reason why you're making someone crazy, all of your exes will be crazy yeah. because you don't see it yourself. Like you don't see what it is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I think like we, yeah, we talked about that a lot. I feel yeah. like like what I realize in like our arguments is that a lot of times I don't think you realize mm-hmm. that you're actually having this effect on And it's me. usually like when I get defensive and when sometimes it's the I poke as well. For me. Yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> for sure. And that's the thing, like there's certain sides of me that come out when I speak with my mother and she yeah. brings me to a certain point. So I can see that from my mother's perspective, she's like, I think my son is a little bit crazy. Right? Like yeah. that like there's these certain issues that I have in that like I take this type of behavior in every single situation that I'm in, right? But that's just not the truth. It's, it is usually someone else bringing it out of you. So yeah, yeah, that that's my little tidbit <laughs> on that. <laughs> I mean, but the defensiveness, yes, is what it's you're the, saying. Yeah, it's the defensiveness. <clears throat> I think for me, I guess, like, what would you say, like that I do that drives you crazy? I'm trying to screw a CO2 bottle into a soda stream. 
That drives me crazy. Yeah, lately we've been getting into like small little arguments because like yesterday I was trying to screw like a new CO2 bottle into the soda stream and it's a very easy task but for some reason I was just really struggling with it and Dan was just like hearing me like tinker with it and he for was like, okay, a like, good while, yeah, like, he was like, can you just, just let me do it? And I'm like, yeah, fine, I'm fine. And then this morning, Dan was trying to get the car seat in, like this brand new car seat that we got. He was trying to get it in. He was like, oh, how do you do this? And we watched the video together. So I'm like, it's fine. I know how to do it he's like no 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 no, it's fine like i feel like we're both so stubborn about these weird little tasks that we can't give it up i don't know like is it our ego is it like i don't know what it is but we just like full-on freak out and then it becomes this huge thing we're just like stop it (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if it necessarily like drove us crazy i think it was more just like a nuisance it was like annoying right so i mean is that the worst is that is that the worst i'm trying to remember i'm trying to think like if have we I had up, moments where I've like went insane with you? I don't. I don't necessarily think so. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. Have. You have a poor memory, so I, I remember. Do. Which remember one? when this was when I was pregnant? So to be fair, I was pregnant. Um, <laughs> it's so stupid as I remember it now. But basically, I got dressed, and it's winter time, so I. I had like this like little green turtleneck underneath and then I just threw a sweater on because I was pregnant and I was I just wanted to be warm I didn't really care what it was that I looked like but Dan was going to like this alumni basketball game And he was like so excited to go because like all these people that he went to high school with I'm reading your face and you I don't do you remember what I'm talking about? I, like I'm <laughs> I'm trying to remember it all, but like so, you're painting the picture for me and I like it. Yeah, so he has this alumni basketball game and like you the one thing you should know about Dan is that he cares a lot what people think especially you know like he's the type of I dude do and i don't you do but like people from i guess like people who have seen me in a position that i think weren't that wasn't that great i would want them to see me in a more yeah do you know what i mean so like i want i like people i want people i'm not the type of people that like want god i'm like now i'm just like trying to defend i'm like being defensive <laughs> again but like i'm saying that like if someone has seen me when I was low, I want them to see me when I'm yeah. high. Do you know what I mean? Like it's I, I want someone. Reunion. Yeah, I kind of want them to see like my growth in a sense. Yeah. And I know that that whatever I'm assuming <laughs> that this is about how disgusting the outfit was, <laughs> which is just that's just like. Okay, I was pregnant. Anyways, <laughs> I was cold. I was pregnant. I didn't care, um, and I did, I thought it was cute. Whatever. So, <laughs> I threw on a sweater, and Dan was like, "Is that what you're gonna wear?" And I was like excuse me like what do you mean like this is totally fine like i want to wear this outfit like are you gonna tell me how to dress now like are you like are you kidding me like are you too embarrassed to be seen with me if i wear this and he was just like i don't know like don't you like don't you want to wear like this sweater like i don't know like what what if you wore this and i was like (laughs) i do remember yeah he just like kept i was like say it with your chest like i was like if you don't like my outfit say you don't like my outfit like don't just oh like what about this sweater like what about that so thing, he was just tiptoeing yeah, around it that's the thing because i got defensive too because i was saying like i only i'm only offering you this jacket because i care for you and <laughs> yeah. i want you to be warm and i felt like you'd be cold in the other one but realistically i wanted her to cover that fit with a jacket that bangs so anyway so then so then me being me, I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'm not going. You enjoy you enjoy your alumni game. You go by yourself because if you don't want to be seen with me, that's fine. I don't need to go. And he was like, B, you know how important this is to me. <laughs> you know how important this is to me. Like, don't like, do not do this. And I was like, no, I'm fine. And I realized now looking back, this was very crazy. And then I started like bawling. And, but I was pregnant. So like the hormones <laughs> were just like, I was bawling, it. bawling. And I was like screeching. And like, I went and sat in the office and like closed the door. 
sitting in my car- my chair and just like crying, crying, crying. And then Dayon comes in and he's like, please, like, come on, like, please just go. Like, it's fine. And I was like, no. <laughs> and then, and then Dayon went and was so upset because now we're running late and all of this. And I have decided that I don't want to go. And he really wanted me to be there because I am his pregnant girlfriend and he wants everyone to know that he's expecting a child. And so then you leave and you like punch the, the, light the light plate switch. the light switch thing and it cracks it breaks and then that spent sends me into a spiral and i'm like are you fucking kidding me like how dare you and i like run after him I'm like how dare you break that and i'm just like at this point i'm like so like it's higher in my body just like, <laughs> and i'm just like <laughs> so that was so dramatic <laughs> it was so dramatic so in regards to like if someone says my ex is crazy is that something that is everlasting like watch out for that person because they're crazy i think it's like what i said earlier it's just like moving away from the idea that all my exes are crazy you know like i think that there are specific situations but it like yeah if you classify everybody that's been close to you as crazy what is the common denominator it is you (laughs) it is you so i think like yeah but i think there's other things too because like that person who could be considered crazy, like, they're not crazy in every single aspect or situation mm-hmm. in their life. And that's not to say that, like, if they were to... I mean, we can refer back to our first episode where it's, like, find someone to match your crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, if you can find someone to, like, balance that, you know what I mean? Then it's, like, you're not... The thing is, I feel like a lot of craziness, especially within our relationship, is just by when we have situations that clash and like wait like things that clash essentially yeah so if we're able to like diminish those and bring those down then our levels of craziness gets reduced as well right so i think that's like what the thing like if your ex or your partner is crazy there's either you gotta figure out what is the root of that right and then take that part out if it's just you entirely then take (laughs) yourself out of it But, like, I would still say, like, in regards to the ex of mine that, you know, we say is, like, crazy and all this stuff, like, I would say that I understand her situation and, like, why she is the way she is. I feel like being with someone that is, that is like, me and being with me did definitely, like, add fuel to that fire. Of in like, what way? Of the craziness? What do you mean? No, like, you're saying, like, being with someone like me, what aspect of you are you referring to? Like, that person that just likes to poke a little bit, <laughs> Yeah, you know? that's what I was looking for. <laughs> I was like, hmm, how self-aware are we today? <laughs> Very self-aware. Um, yeah, the the poker of the beast, so to, so to say. <laughs> it's the knife with two swords. It's the knife with two swords. I'm the poker of the beast. Um, but yeah, like, I still feel like they're amazing people. I wouldn't necessarily say, like, oh yeah, they're, like, batshit crazy. Like, I'm sure that in many other situations, they're not. So... You know, yeah, I would just say, like, that I've put people in situations where they might have acted with high emotion. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, and and I understand that type of behavior because, like, I get like that, too. Yeah. For certain situations, for certain people at certain times. So, let's give the people story time. Um, Give me... It doesn't have to be the craziest, because I feel like maybe that's going to take a while for you to think of it. But, like, give give me a crazy story. A crazy story yeah. or crazy situation? Not crazy person, just crazy story. Okay. Um, there was a situation where I wanted to end the relationship, right? And um, and that was off of like an argument that was just got way too out of hand. And I realized like that is just not where I want to be at all. And that situation, 
I can't fully give you the details on it, but that situation like made me have to call the police so that I can separate myself from that person because like they were basically didn't want to get out of my car every time that I tried to like pull them out of my car, they would like stiffen up and then <laughs> Dead and then loosen up so that it looks like I threw them. Do you know what I mean? Then go like <sighs> like very dramatic. And there's like I mean it got very loud that like people were watching and it was like in a residential neighborhood. Um, and then just seeing that I couldn't, I couldn't just like leave the situation because she wouldn't like get away from my car. So I had to, I had to call 911 and, and then they just said like, yeah, we can see that, you know, she's going through something and, um, yeah, like it's best that you just don't like, don't contact her like or like answer any calls or whatever maybe and I was like yeah for sure like that is not an issue with me whatsoever and I actually go to play basketball with a friend and then I come home and late at night and I'm, I was living with my parents at the time late at night the same girl knocks on my door and she my mom opens the door and she's like oh like my son and I told her I'm like I don't want to see that girl and then she's like, all right, my son says that, like, he's actually not comfortable with seeing you, na na na. And this girl says, well, I just really, really, really need to talk to him. And she's like, what could you possibly really need to talk about? And then she tells my mother that she's pregnant. <laughs> and now I know that that's not possible. I mean, I work on him every time, so. It's possible. It is, right? But then I was like, okay. Um, but just knowing that it felt a little too convenient, yeah, so, and I was like, at this point, let her in, let's talk about it. So she sits down, and I'm on, she's on the couch, and it's me and my mother on the other side, and I'm having a conversation with her, I was like, listen, I totally respect that, and I feel like we should go to the doctor together, and if this is, like, my child, like, I'm, I'm there, like, 100%, yeah. like, this is, like, we're a part of this, and we're in this together, right, because I'm like, it takes two to make this happen, right, so... And she's like, no, don't worry about it. Like, you don't have to come. You don't have to go. Like, it's fine. Like, I'll just handle it all by myself. I just wanted you to know. And then, but I was like, just, I just want to be there. Anyways, so messages keep going on. And then it just starts surfacing that, like, she's not pregnant. There's like no way she's pregnant. And then she would, and then she later, later on admitted that she wasn't. And she just did that because she wanted to, like, get back together. And I guess a part of that, I feel like that is crazy behavior. <laughs> And I would say the craziest thing that she ever told me, and I don't know if you want me to share, this is quite dark. It is quite dark, but you can share it with the people. I already but know. I guess it, it got to a point where, I mean, like, it was, like, for you, for, like, a few months, like, it got really just toxic. Like, it was super bad. Like, just, uh, she would find my car and then text me, and she's like, I'm around your car, and I'm going to key it or whatever. And then, like, all this stuff to, like, kind of, like, mess with me. And, um, and then, yeah, she messaged, she was like, no, I was never pregnant, but I wish that I was so that I can kill a part, or so I can get an abortion and kill a part of you. Yeah, that's dark. And I was like, oh my goodness, that was very dark. Okay. And then <laughs> she said that that was the darkest thing she said, and she apologized for that as well. So I, I feel like this person has changed a lot and has grown a lot. And I understand that all of that quote unquote crazy behavior was rooted from something else and it i mean i definitely played a part in it but i think a large part of it is like her whole environment do you know what i mean so when you say that you played a part in it what do you think because i guess like what we've discussed in this whole podcast mm -hmm. is that 
you know, like, there aren't really crazy people, it's crazy behaviors, and, like, what is your role in it? So, like, can you look back at that time in your life and, like, pinpoint either ways in which you poked the bear, like, made it worse, or, like... I would say the biggest thing for me in that situation where I felt like I might have poked the bear, and it's, it's to say in a more, like, general term, I felt like... I don't know if this is going to sound bad, but I felt like the biggest thing was that, like, I, I like showed that I cared a lot, but then, and I think I genuinely did in certain times, but then like knowing that there was just a lot to unpack and I felt like maybe it shouldn't have been like trying to unpack that with me as much as I tried to be like that person to help. Like, I think that was the wrong move. Do you know what I mean? Like, I felt like she probably should have got like professional help. Yeah. I think like based on what you've told me in the past about this situation, like, you always like to be the nice guy like you're always like the guy that you know will hook up with you but is also like there to talk to you and like all that Mm -hmm. stuff and you were making her feel like you really cared about her which you maybe did in some regard even though you had no intention of actually dating her and then making her feel and like you've told me in the past that like she's told you that like all these other guys are assholes to her but you're so nice to her like you're so kind to her so i think like maybe because you had told or like because you had framed yourself to be this person that was so different from everybody else i'm not going to treat you bad like everybody else and then you decide to end things with her don't want to be with her anymore don't want to hang out with her anymore then it's like you're literally like everybody else Mm -hmm. i know that i wasn't going to be with her and i knew that i couldn't give her like my full devotion like my full self Um, And I was very honest about that, but I think, like, that's what adds to it. And that's where, like, I knew what I was doing in a sense. Do you know what I mean? So that's where, like, I can see, like, those are the things that made her crazy. Obviously, it's like you want someone to be your full partner, but then, like, you also know that they're not. And that would drive anyone crazy, essentially. So Actually, as you're describing that now, like, I do see kind of parallels in the sense of, like, my ex the one that was sleeping with his roommate the whole entire time that we were together and he told me that like he loved me and I fully remember feeling like a crazy person and when I like this whole topic like I came up with it because I was actually had him in mind like he was the type to tell me that like all of his exes were crazy and at that time in my life like I was in college and I was what like 20 21 or something like that and at that time in my life I was like oh my god like all of these stories you're telling me, like, all these people do sound, like, so crazy. And I never would have, like, put two and two together be like, you are the crazy one. (laughs) And so I fully remember, like, as our relationship was unfolding, feeling like I was just losing myself and I would feel so possessive and so jealous and, like, just so crazy. And I would, like, do things that I would, like, had never done before. Like, I would, like creep like his like instagram like through and through and like um want to know like where he was all the time like just like weird stuff like that Mm. like i that i normally am not like and it took a while for me to like step out of it and be like holy shit like this is like not me and i remember telling him like a big part of like our ending was me telling him like you made me feel like i was going crazy and i know that i'm not crazy and like you're just giving me nothing right now you're not reassuring me you're not like even when I tell you, like, okay, like, this is making me upset, I would like you to stop doing this, like, he wouldn't do that, and it's, like, how can you tell me that you love me, and, like, not provide me that type of security, and so when I did find out that he was sleeping with his roommate the whole time, 
then I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm not crazy. You made me crazy. And mm. it was like such a relief to me. Like it was, it was actually weird. Like when I found out that he was sleeping with his roommate the whole time, I was so relieved. And at that point, like we had already ended, but I was just so relieved because I cared so much more about my sense of self and like my sanity than I cared about, you know, like you were hurting me this whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah, it hurt. And yeah, I cried about it later, but like immediately just like relief washed over me. Like a peace of mind that you knew that like, aha, uh-huh, it wasn't me. Yeah. At the end. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. I don't That's remember crazy. what you were saying before that like made me feel like these two things are well, related. What I said was just about basically making someone feel that they're very special. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. not being it not correlating in a sense like where it's yeah. and, and I get that for yeah, sure. Yeah, because he yeah, he told me that he loved me and I think that he just did that because he didn't want me to leave and he made me feel like I was special. He made me feel like, you know, all those other guys that hurt you like blah 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 blah. And of course you get attached to somebody like that. You get mm-hmm. attached to somebody that like outwardly tells you, shows yeah. you that they care, that they love. Like, and for him to like start doing all these other behaviors that don't correlate to that, like you trying to end your relationship with this person after being the only person that was really there for her. Like I can see how that really sends somebody over, over the edge. Yeah. So, I mean, this, this podcast is just about how nuanced I guess there's always two sides. There's even, always two sides, yeah. Like, because even, even the person that's being called crazy, like, they have their own side that, you know, can justify yeah. either their actions or situations that brought them to that point. Yeah, because, so. like, even in our relationship, I would say that we both play a part fully in kind of driving each other crazy mm-hmm. sometimes. And But I feel we're in a place where we, like, recognize it where... If we were to ever break up or separate, I don't see myself ever being to like be able to refer you as like a crazy crazy ex. (laughs) Yeah, like there's no, you know what I mean. I think like I would, I have so much understanding for like why we get to the certain points that we do. Yeah, and like that by no means do I feel like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So do you feel like craziness and jealousy can go hand in hand? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Do you have experiences with that? Like where you've experienced either you having jealousy or a partner having extreme jealousy and that turning into like a type of crazy obsessiveness or possessiveness uh so i've seen it in other people though yeah we've seen it yeah we've seen it in other people like i'm trying to like as you're asking me that like i'm trying to discern jealousy in different ways like i think it's i think in some people that i've dated like the person that I was just referring to it made our whole situation made me crazy and made me very jealous made me very feel very possessive um where I was like who is he talking to like like I knew that him and his roommate were close and at that point I didn't know that they were sleeping together but I was like concerned about her like I just and to be fair I guess I had a reason to be concerned but like it just drove me to the point where I was like wanting all of his time and like not wanting him to like hang out with other people. And even though like we were working at the same, at the same restaurant together and on nights where he would work and I wouldn't work, I would always wonder like, who is he talking to? Like all of these things. And that's really not normal behavior for me. Like in our relationship, like I don't get jealous unless you give me a reason to be jealous. Um, And so like, in that situation, like, 100%, like, they were correlated because it was basically, like, the situation was making me, yeah, like, it was making me lose myself. For me, like, I've had 
um, like situations where I had an ex that would go through my phone quite often mm-hmm. and would kind of see that it's very, it's very, uh, there's like layers to it. But I mean, like the, the bulk of the situations where I felt like that feels uncalled for is just like if we're walking side by side and then s- I could be looking at people that are walking past. But if that person was like a pretty girl, she, my girlfriend at the time would look directly at me and be like, yeah, <laughs> and be like, do you like what you see? Like, what, what are you looking at? Huh? What? And it was like, yo, honestly, I'm just looking at people. And it's like, but it's only an issue when it's like someone that she would deem as a threat. Right. Wait, the best part of this. Okay. I mean, I know a lot. Because you know this story. Yeah, I know a you lot know about, all of these stories. But the best part of this is that she would also admit or say that she doesn't know how to gauge whether or not other people are attractive. Yeah, which, I mean, which, yeah, felt like that, that right there is like an altering um, personality or mental mentality than me. And I'm not sure if I'm wording that correctly, but like... It's just a different outlook. Different outlook on life. Like, I can recognize when someone is attractive, male or female. Like, I can just recognize that person is more attractive. Um, And... I would say that she just likes to say this or that is her reality, but she cannot (laughs) find someone. She has told me this many times. She does not find anyone attractive until she learns their brain. Okay, see, that's not true because it literally is contradicting to the fact that she would see a pretty girl, see you looking at that pretty girl. Boom. But then if you were looking at like an older woman, not even older, sorry. If she's looking at someone that she doesn't deem attractive then she would have wow. no problem with you looking. Wow. That's, have you never put two and two together? Oh, no, I haven't really thought of it that way, but that is so true. The fact that she can recognize that another woman is more attra- or, is, or is attractive and that, yeah. That's why I just brought that up. That's why I brought it up. Wow, I didn't even think of putting those. But yeah, that, I mean, so that's the thing. Like, there would be some blasphemous things being said. <laughs> and just like a lot of, I feel like a lot of competitive nature and then a lot of jealousy would arise. And now... This is the thing, right? Like I would I would sometimes refer to those situations and be like she's crazy or she's acting crazy. Like why is she constantly going through my phone? Like I allow her that. You know, I'm, I I give her my phone. I'm not hiding anything. I can only imagine that if I was hiding my phone, taking it with me to the bathroom, changing the passcode so she doesn't know it, that could drive her to another point of craziness, right? And so yeah, she would go through my stuff all the time and like the thing about it is that she would find things to make her upset, right? So it's like even just the smallest of things, a like on somebody's photo, whatever it is. Now, I, I, I wouldn't word it as her being crazy. I feel like she just wasn't healed, I feel, from like a situation. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate. And like as much as I can do to try and help that person in that situation so it doesn't go to another, you know, taken to another degree... Um, so that it doesn't like come off as something crazy. And she's asked me, like, I feel like I'm crazy and I feel like I'm going crazy. And yes, I might play a part in it as well, but I feel like the big part of it and the big like thing is that it's rooted in like her not allowing herself to heal. I feel from like a situation because she has been cheated on in the past and maybe like she just felt that that was going to be me doing that to her again. So, well, it's like you you suffering the consequences of somebody else's actions Mm -hmm. it's like before you even get into a relationship it's premeditated that you're like she's gonna project all of that onto you all of the past traumas yeah yeah so i mean like that i think that's why it's important to 
heal and like that's why when we got together i was telling you like i don't want to get together with you until you like take time to deal with your baggage which you totally did not do but i i wanted you to do that because i wanted you to try to heal through the but things. we went through it gracefully together uh, i don't know if it was graceful <laughs> <laughs> but essentially like i mean we all have baggage and we yeah. still do to this day and if you don't take the time to try to heal from those then you're just going to end up pushing your current partner away. Like, you're mm-hmm. just going to keep pushing people away. And I feel like, for me, like, in the, my relationship where I was cheated on, like, if I didn't take the time to, like, really work through those emotions, I would have just projected all of that onto you and been like, you know, every single time that you're being weird or sketchy or, like, where I feel like I'm going crazy, then I would just be like, okay, that's you. You know, like, you're doing that to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like it's... It's important, yeah, but it's we also all carry hard. Some kind it's of really hard. Yeah, I mean, th- those situations are very traumatic to yeah. a person. And, like, I've been cheated on as well, but the way that I took that trauma was basically reenacting that and projecting it and doing it to other people whom I cared for as well. So, um, and then I had to live with that guilt as well. So, that's never really the right way to go about it. And I think it's really important for us to try and heal those things that that hurt us especially when we don't realize that it hurt us and we feel like we're okay but then you know like we do it to other people or whatever it may be or we feel like our next partner is going to be just the same yeah you know what i mean so i feel like yeah i guess like what i'm trying to say is though like even though all of those things were happening where you know i could just turn around and be like my she's being crazy like my girlfriend's being insane or i have a crazy ex-girlfriend because she would do this and this and that go through my phone and always think i was cheating and all this stuff but realistically i don't think that she is a crazy person i think she just hasn't allowed herself that chance to heal you know what i mean yeah and i will say actually that like bringing it full circle back to like the first thing that we said mm-hmm. how like, I don't trust people that say that all of their exes are crazy. I was very aware of that. Uh, and I, I came to that realization after the last guy that I dated, which was the last guy before you. Mm-hmm. Or I guess, like, the last, like, real kind of relationship. Real boyfriend, yeah. yeah. Um, but because he was the type to say all my exes are crazy, I was like, I will never trust another guy that tells me that because you are not taking ownership for your actions. And then when we got together, you didn't say, like, you didn't talk ill of your girlfriend, your ex-girlfriend at all. Like, you explained it as, like, you know, like, there were all these situations, like, we both, it didn't work out, like, and that's why I was, like, wow, like, you actually have awareness of the situation, and you're not placing all this blame Mm -hmm. on this other person that isn't you, because I will, I mean, I have met this person, but I will never have an intimate relationship with this other person, so I would never know, you know, like, their side of the story, but, like, that's, that's why I would always err on the caution of when somebody tells you all my exes are crazy, because they're just shifting full blame onto somebody else and like that's not that's not a relationship because with me and you it's like we fully drive each other crazy yeah but like i take full ownership of that you take full ownership of that so i think that's a good place to end this week's episode make sure that you follow us on spotify whatever listening platform you are listening to this on and do us a huge favor and leave us a review if you can that would be amazing for our numbers and to boost our show and just to let us know what you think so we can find ways 
be kind, please. Be kind, yeah. <laughs> so we can give y'all exactly what y'all want, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then, as always, feel free to DM us if you have any thoughts about the things that we we're saying and if you have any future topics you'd like us to speak about. And you can find us at Needs and Deans on Instagram. I am your girl, Needs. And I'm Day On's Day Off. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Goodbye.